Welcome to A Passion Project, Episode 5, Yoga, Lettering, and Finding Your Path. This month, we had a conversation with Lizane Tan, a designer and artist originally from Manila, now living in Halifax, Nova Scotia. A graduate from NASCAD University, Lizane has been figuring out how to sustain a creative lifestyle and what aspects of her creative practice are helping her to find that path. Hi, Lizane. Hi. Hi again. <laughs> Lizane lives in Halifax, so she's Skyping in with us. So if she sounds a little bit strange-voiced, it's not her, I swear. It's our, it's our MacGyvered setup. Technology. Um, yes, the internet. <laughs> it always comes up. Um, but thank you so much for taking the time um, and also taking that extra half hour to help us out with some technical difficulties. And just oh. thanks for having patience and being kind, and you're already wonderful, and we really appreciate it. You get the Passion Podcast patient seal of approval, Lizzie. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, we'll get a stamp. <laughs> we'll make certificates that you can order for $5 on the internet. Don't worry. So, Zane, I have it written down here that you are a designer and artist, um, originally from Manila. Mm-hmm. And now you're living in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my family moved uh, in 2007. It feels like such a long time ago now. And when my sisters graduated high school and my parents wanted us to go to university here. And and then since then, like everyone's kind of moved to different places and doing different things. And I stayed in Halifax. Yeah, and you decided to go to like the best art school in the country. <laughs> is it the best? I don't. I don't know if it's the best. I've, we've all heard good things. Yeah, it's interesting when you're prestigious. I think would be the right word. It's interesting when you're out of Nova Scotia, Lizzie, because in Nova Scotia, nobody thinks NASCAD's a big deal. But like when you're somewhere else, people are like, "Oh, NASCAD," and you're like, you? "Yeah, yeah." It's hey. weird because in Halifax, everyone's like, "What do you need that dumb degree, dummy?" <laughs> you live in a student it's town. Katrina, so that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And so, since what what degree did you graduate with, Zane? Um, I got a design degree, and I majored in interdisciplinary design, and I minored in fashion. Nice. So. Yeah. Sounds very formal to like have to say the whole thingy. <laughs> it does feel really formal. Yeah. So. You actually didn't do a ton of lettering when me and Lizanne went to university together. Mm -hmm. I think everyone's probably pieced together. Um, You didn't do a ton of lettering when we were in school. So how did you realize your interest in lettering? Yeah, that's true. I didn't even really, like, yeah, I don't think I really tapped onto it too much until afterwards. Like, maybe more in the recent years. But I guess I've always been interested in lettering but I didn't know it was lettering like I I like writing things very neatly and nicely (laughs) and I don't know it's just something that I enjoy and then in the later years I guess I I saw more people doing it and like I guess it didn't even occur to me that it was something that people did for a job or something that you could do for a living and enjoy it or something like that. So, um, and also I didn't really think about it much as like a thing that I needed to explore further until I'd seen a whole bunch of people like 
creating all these incredible work and like seeing their work in different places, like not just print, seeing it on murals or on signage or on like books and things like that. It kind of opened my world to like how much more I could develop lettering and something that I enjoy. So yeah, I'm still figuring it out. Do you think that people have been shifting to being more interested or like attracted to, I think is a better way to put it, hand lettered fonts as opposed to computer fonts in the last few years? Definitely, yeah. I like I guess a part of me is like yay about more people being interested about it, but also nay about it being so trendy. <laughs> it's, it's a little like worrying but also very exciting at the same time yeah because like I love it when people are genuinely interested in it as well yeah but also I don't know if it's like is this a passing trend that people are just gonna forget about or not value after x amount of years which is like wow <laughs> yeah kind of like how everyone in the late 80s was making like sort of poorly made ceramics <laughs> and then they fell out of fashion <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing was it yeah that's why NASCAP built that giant ceramics like facility that no one uses anymore <laughs> trends <laughs> I didn't know about that but see yeah like it's an it's an art form that like what so happened became trendy as well but I kind of I don't want it to just be something that people explore for the sake of it being cool right now like mm-hmm. so yeah I don't know but I'm definitely enjoying that people are learning more about it or appreciating the aesthetic of it more yeah and that goes the internet has done some great things mm. um in the way that it's allowed people to see your work in a different way and like allowed this trend to develop. But I also think things like Instagram um, have made people sort of appreciate like the visual art forms in a different way and made them realize that art isn't necessarily um, something that you find in a gallery. It can be around you every day. And I think what the way that I see it moving forward um, as just a general member of the public and not necessarily a visual artist um, is that people are going to want to continue to see nice things wherever they go. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's, like, hand lettering on, um, like, a sign at your yoga studio. Or even, like, within, like, like children's illustration books or something, you know? Like, there's always going to be a need for it. And yeah. I think the fact that you're able to, like, put it out in the public allows people to appreciate it in such a different way and see how you can use it differently. Yeah, I think you put it, like, really nicely because it is that that idea of, like, being, making art or design or whatever visual more accessible to everyone versus just the select few kind of is good in the way that it raises everyone's standards, I think. Like, if it opens people's eyes to what... What's possible. Yeah, what you can do or how much better you can be in that sense so yeah I think it's a, it's definitely a progression it's a really good thing you get a lot of like meaning out of your work as well like I know recently you wrote a whole piece and it was published in a magazine about like lettering mm-hmm. and how you feel about it and it featured pictures of your lettering so can you tell us a little bit about that 
Um, that one was a feature on Uppercase Magazine for, um, like, I guess the previous, when was it? Like, it was late, no, mid-last year that they had, like, a call for entries, anything about type or lettering, and and it was such a, an open, like, vague thing that I just wrote about um, how I use lettering as a sort of... Uh, reflective experience and then how it sort of grew into something that's more public and then it became it I don't know how to say it sort of like it came from um a very one-on-one dialogue with myself of like when I overthink things or like something stuck in my head or like something I'm working through I use lettering to sort of give it a visual place to live outside of my head and work through it because it's such a manual thing and a visual thing at the same time and then once um I got a few like projects from different people to do chalkboard lettering it became it kind of took on like a a new dimension and became this like outward dialogue and became like a two-way conversation yeah which really like interesting unexpected um, turn for things but I'm I'm quite happy that it's become that I recently you started a new Instagram which we will ask you for the handle for later and also repost on our on our social media but the other day you posted this like gritty almost like neon light looking video of this lettering flickering and it was so outside of what I associate with your aesthetic. And I was so excited when I saw it. Um, and I find I feel like you're able to explore different aspects of your personality through lettering that you might not see through your other aesthetics. Mm. Thank you. I'm really, I'm still feeling a little bit like self-conscious about it because I, I don't know where this this Instagram thing is going, to be honest, but um, I thought about, like, what my goals are for this year, and one of them is really, like, exploring uh, lettering and my process a lot more, and um, I found myself doing really, really, like, I don't know, taking such a long time to do any piece of lettering work, because I would obsess over it so much and then I'd never end up like making a final piece because I was never happy with it or it would just be stuck somewhere and so I started this Instagram in order to sort of push myself to make work a little bit more consistently and then not be so attached to the final outcome Mm -hmm. and then um, you know how people always say like or I don't know if they always <laughs> like start with what you know or what you love. Mm-hmm. And and um, I'm a big sucker for quotes. But then I thought, ah, everyone's doing quotes already. So what do I what do I like and what makes me happy or what um, what speaks to me? And I figured I have a lot of really smart people in my life, or like really wonderful like. Re- some of people are reflective, some people are realistic, some people are funny, and sometimes they say things to me that I'm just like, oh, that's really clever, and so I've started writing things down of, like, conversations or 
something I hear from a friend or something that that I figured would be an interesting thing to letter and use it sort of as a brief or as a challenge to letter that in whatever light it it calls for. So that that neon sign um, lettering is yeah totally not my usual aesthetic, but it felt like it was what the message needed. It was um, the quote was honest feelings, bad timing. So that sort of I figured I imagined that it would be like a really impactful thing to see like in a neon sign that just hits you and it's one of those like random quotes that you can totally relate to. Yeah, of course. And you don't really know where it came from, but it sounds like someone's speaking directly at you. It also feels a little bit like, I might be reading into this too far, but it feels a little bit when I'm looking at the different things you have that it's almost like you're sort of like trying on new things. Like, you know how some people will like get their hair cut or like it's almost like trying on a new aesthetic for you probably feels a little bit like um, trying on a new persona or a new like, ooh, do I like this? How does this fit into my life? Because mm. you've been yeah. very consistent within your aesthetic for like we've known each other for, oh, man, almost 10 years now. Ah, that. Yeah, 10 and years? Yeah, yeah, like we met probably in 2010. Yeah. Ten, yeah. Wait, ten. We start, yeah, yeah. Probably two thousand and ten, if not two thousand and eleven at the latest. Yeah. So we've known each other for the better part of ten years, and yeah. you're like when I think Lizane, I think like clean, um, well thought out, um, elegant design, simple lines, but like really elegant solutions, and that really and it. Um, some of the stuff you're doing on your lettering Instagram really deviates from that, but it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like I am usually tending towards like the more minimalist or like clean aesthetic, but then sometimes it doesn't really make sense for what you're trying to letter. And I'm trying to, you know, like how do you say it? Almost like take my ego out of the picture. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is what I like, or this is what makes sense to me, or what I feel confident in, and I'm sure it's going to be, like, a good look in the end. But sometimes it kind of does a disservice to what I'm trying to say or what the message really is. So in that way, yeah, I think it's a good challenge for me to explore other things because the comfortable doesn't really grow you as much. Exactly. Absolutely. I actually realized on the Baltimore behind us, I have one of a, like a hand lettered card from you that says Ooh. like pick up where we left off and it's like orange and yellow and mm. it's been on my corkboard for at least like a year and a half. Oh, I'm so glad you still have it. Well, you can't see the whole thing. There's another card sort of half covering it, but it's on there. Although I don't know where the rest of the card is. It's likely somewhere safe. I probably was like, oh, I want to save the letter and then like lost it because that's like put it away somewhere safe, never to be seen again. But that's that's classic Katrina anyway. You'll find it in like five years and it'll be a good time. Oh, absolutely. When you need to find it, it'll show up. But yeah. I remember in that letter, I actually remember reading it and you were saying um, in it, 
Uh, I want to start making sure that I'm talking to the people who I want to talk to. And I also have, like feel compelled to make these cards. And this was a while ago, so it's interesting to see how well, that... <laughs> I remember it because I was like, huh. Um, and I, I feel like it's an interesting sort of um, trajectory because it feels like that Instagram is the same sentiment but a bigger push in that direction. Yeah, I guess some, some of the things I don't realize that I've been working towards for years now and it's it kind of comes up in the time that I don't expect it to or, you know, like I never really feel ready for things that are coming. I always think like, okay, what is, what am I working towards? What do I hope for? And like, I do get frustrated with myself quite a lot, as you know, <laughs> but like, I guess sometimes maybe subconsciously we work towards things and then all of a sudden they present themselves and then it feels like all of a sudden currently, but then later on when you reflect on it, it's like, no, actually, it's been a process, and, like, this is how it it came to be. Yeah, it, it came up when it was necessary. Mm-hmm. Carleen yeah. actually has a love of what she calls the in-betweens, which I think is kind of what you're describing. I, I've been, like, sitting here listening to you longingly, like, when you were talking about listening to, or, like, just taking things that different people say to you and, like, turning that and internalizing it a little bit and, like, turning it into this, like, piece of art that like speaks to you and other people because it is to them this sort of like very quick concept or very quick thought um Mm -hmm. but I think when you're able to pick those things up and turn them into these like different pieces and tell a story with them and it's it's this interconnectedness of everybody that it's it's really cool to see it come up in like this different aesthetic like you're making it Oh, thank um, you. That's yeah. Like, and I, know, I love how you put these things into words. <laughs> I like how you put things into words. Literally. A passion and project where we all just talk about how much we love each other <laughs> until right. we're done. Um, but I think, I think like, I know, like knowing you the way I do, I know that you're very um, ambitious, but in the like looser term of ambitious, like you like to accomplish things and feel momentum in your life. And I feel like you get concerned about the in-betweens, but Carlene like, has a, like, a personal love of the in-betweens. It's where all the good stuff happens. It's where all the good in, stuff in happens. In my mind. And I think that, like, that letter I was thinking about earlier was an in-between to where you are now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this sort of, like, in a way ties into your yoga practice. Um, I'm sure you practice way more than I do. Um, but what I found and sort of, yeah, (laughs) me and Carly sort of are like, we do yoga ish at at home with Adrian on TV and like yoga with Adrian, except not like yoga with Adrian on YouTube, like yoga with like six foot six bearded Adrian. That was one, one time Adrian yoga. (laughs) I can't imagine. So Carly's boyfriend is like a really tall lumberjack looking man. Yeah. But it didn't, it didn't quite work out. And there's like yoga. Yeah. But there's a mindfulness in yoga, right? Yeah. And I think the thing that I really appreciate about yoga is you can go into any class. um, And most of the time, like this experience happens when you're with other people, just because there's a certain like, quote unquote, energy around you. Um, But 
the thing that I notice is I am able to like reach poses or like reach these different heights or just get deeper into my practice um, on the days where I'm not really thinking about it. It just kind of happens when it's necessary. Um, mm -hmm. 